Welcome to The Boss, with only one S. On today's episode, we will be discussing why climate change makes us cry. All three of us read different books, and each one involved climate change. In How Bad Are Bananas, The Carbon Footprint of Everything, author Mike Berners-Lee displays many surprising facts as he lists tasks and items and their CO2e, or climate change impact. The start of the book focuses on smaller things that come up in our everyday lives, like a banana or walking through a door. And it gradually moves on to bigger things like airplane trips or a house, and then even goes on to universities and entire countries. In all, this compelling read provides a new perspective on daily actions and can change your whole outlook on life. The book I had the pleasure of reading was The Sixth Extinction by Elizabeth Colbert. This wonderful read gives many real-world impacts of climate change, especially in unique ecosystems. Each chapter of my novel focuses on a different species of animals that either has gone extinct or is in a severe population decline, which helps not only to portray the severe magnitude of climate change, but rather what specific species of animals and climates are most susceptible to the same impact. Throughout the entirety of the sixth extinction, this same formula is used to inform the reader of the ever-increasing effect of climate change. In Six Degrees by Mark Linus, the extreme planetary impact is shown by each degree of the Earth's rising temperature. Starting at one degree, when the planet was still in the midst of an ice age, and then ending at six degrees, where if the Earth was to ever become this temperature, it would be a desolate wasteland that would be almost impossible to sustain life. Each degree of rising temperature is thoroughly described, showing the impacts on ecosystems all across the world. It also explains not only the impacts of the rising planetary temperatures, but also ways that we are able to prevent this issue from getting any worse. So we hopefully never actually reach six degrees. Ultimately, this book gets across to its readers how grave the problem of climate change really is and can change how people view this issue for the better. And I know we mentioned that our books all have to do with climate change, but how do they really connect? These books were all interconnected by the cross-cutting concepts. The cross-cutting concepts are concepts that can be applied across all areas of science and are a way of making connections between different areas of science. The cross-cutting concepts include patterns, cause and effect, scale proportion and quantity, systems and system models, energy and matter, structure and function, and stability and change. Our books specifically were connected by the cross-cutting concepts of cause and effect, patterns, and scale proportion and quantity. For cause and effect, my book, How Bad Are Bananas, focused more on small everyday actions and their carbon dioxide emissions, which are causes for other events. For example, although a spam email only has a small CO2e of 0.3 grams, on page 30, the book states, around 62 trillion spam emails are sent every year, requiring the use of 33 billion units of electricity and causing around 20 million tons of CO2e per year. That just went from 0.3 gram CO2e to 20 
million tons of it. This just shows that small actions, although one may not have a big CO2e, can make a huge impact when in their realistic quantities. And these increased quantities of CO2e are occurring all around the world and are the cause of why golden frogs have had such a plummet in population, which was discussed in the first chapter of the sixth extinction. That chapter talked about a unique species of frog in Panama and their downfall, which was put best when David Wake told Elizabeth Colbert frogs seem to be vanishing, not only from populated and disturbed areas, but also from relatively pristine places like the Sierras and the mountains of Central America, which proves that humans are not only affecting densely populated areas, but rather all ecosystems. And when there are items producing a ton of CO2, these causes can make the whole world's temperature go up. That's right, the whole entire world. But we can't really fix it because as page 277 of my book says, the target we need to aim for depends on what level of risk we are prepared to accept. Bearing in mind that failure could mean runaway global warming and the destruction of most life on earth. And let's just say we are at a pretty high level of risk right now. So yep, Bad things happen when the world's temperature goes up. Okay, so hi, it's Liv again, and I just realized that we've completely forgot to mention our sponsor in this podcast, so a super special thank you to audible.com. Wait, what? We didn't get the audible sponsorship? Man, that sucks. Okay, then is. Special thanks to Bob's locally sourced honey. Bob has been raising his bees since he was just a young lad. Purchasing his locally sourced, naturally made, and fully organic honey has a super low CO2e. Especially in comparison to buying honey made in Mexico from Stop and Shop. And besides, Bob's honey is better anyways. So, buy from Bob. Like, please. I'm not joking. Bye from Bob right now. Okay, bye. Take it away, Bennett. Another cross-cutting concept that connected our books was the pattern of the items and actions that the books mentioned having worse impact than one would expect. When Shadi was asked about items whose CO2E really surprised her, she responded by saying this. And so you had a text message and then you had a plastic carrier bag and walking through a door all in the same category of under 10 grams, which, you know, shouldn't seem to have that much. But then when you got to 100 grams to one kilogram, you had something like a mile by bus, which kind of makes sense. But then you also had a diaper and a basket of strawberries. So I found it really interesting that even the littlest things can have such an impact on an environment and some of those impacts could be on plants or animals or different things in that environment. And Olivia's book, Six Degrees, shows that the world temperature going up by one degree can change a lot and have a super huge impact. This was shown in one of our discussions when she said, And this major change, it's going, like, it's going to happen so quickly that it's going to be hard to sustain life. 
and adapt that quickly, and it's basically going to be impossible. So that could definitely kill off species that may live in these areas. And the sixth extinction, which connects to each of these books by giving a vivid example of the effects of climate change has on a species and their populations. Sorry to cut in again, but I also have to give a huge thanks to our other sponsor, who we actually got the sponsorship from, Mary's Jewelry. They make beautiful necklaces and bracelets, and use bits of plastic found in the ocean to do so. Not only is the carbon footprint of their pieces of jewelry much, much smaller than any jewelry items from other stores, but they are also cleaning up the environment in the process. Good for you guys. Buy Mary's Jewelry. Now, back to Shanti. Lastly, our books were all connected by scale, proportion, and quantity. How about our bananas, as I mentioned earlier, focused in on smaller, more common actions and objects like apples and oranges and their CO2e. But that smaller scale evolves into a much bigger one as we get into the two other books. Yes. In fact, the other two books go completely into a different perspective. The scale in which we see these impacts of climate change are massive, especially in comparison to the CO2e of apples and oranges. One example of this is in the sixth extinction, when the focus totally changes and goes on to a much larger scale, and the book starts talking about the effect of global warming on oceans. On page 113, it says since the start of the Industrial Revolution, humans have burned through enough fossil fuels, coal, oil, and natural gas to add some 365 billion metric tons of carbon to the atmosphere. And then it specifies that the oceans cover 70% of the Earth's surface, and everywhere the water and air come into contact, there is an exchange. Gases from the atmosphere get absorbed by the ocean, and gases dissolved in the ocean are released into the atmosphere. And then, this idea goes past just oceans, like in Six Extinction, and is taken into an even larger perspective, when, in my book, Six Degrees, impacts are shown on the entire planet. Out of the three books, mine definitely has the largest scale, even though all three books talk about, about the same subject. For the majority of my book, we are talking on a planetary scale anyways, but this can be specifically shown on pages 114 through 115 when it explains. A second global analysis identified clear global warming-related changes in range and behavior with hundreds of species from mollusks to mammals and grasses to trees. That's a lot of species. So in summary, as Bill Nye the Science Guy elegantly put it, By the end of this century, if emissions keep rising, the average temperature on Earth could go up another 4 to 8 degrees. Okay. 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 I get it. So, the world is basically on fire. But, is there anything that we can see currently that can prove that this is really happening? I'm glad you asked, for no reason. It definitely wasn't in the script or anything. Well, the increasing temperature as a result of climate change are affecting all species of animals across the earth, 
but it hasn't been till recently that we've seen climate change destroying the entire ecosystem. The Amazon rainforest fires have seriously damaged the Earth's oxygen supply and killed thousands of indigenous species, all due to the increasing temperatures that were caused by climate change. These fires in the Amazon basin are the result of human activities, like land clearing and deforestation. The pattern, spotted from space by NASA's EcoStress space station, points to how water-stressed plants can impact the spread of fires. And fun fact, the data might be able to help NASA's Earth-observing missions predict the path of future forest fires, like those currently raging in California. But that's all happening right now. So did anything like this happen in the past? Well, in 1988, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, otherwise known as the IPCC, was established under the United Nations to provide a scientific view of climate change and its political and economic impacts. As global warming gained currency as a real phenomenon, researchers dug into possible ramifications of a warming climate. Among the predictions were warnings of severe heat waves, droughts, and more powerful hurricanes fueled by rising sea surface temperatures. Other studies predicted that as massive glaciers at the poles started to melt, sea levels could rise from 11 to 38 inches, or 28 to 98 centimeters, by 2100, enough to swamp many of the cities along the east coast of the U.S. 1988 was quite the while ago, and they saw impacts of climate change then, too. So yeah, stuff has definitely happened in the past. All in all, today we got to look at three amazing books about climate change. How Bad Are Bananas? The Carbon Footprint of Everything, The Sixth Extinction, and Six Degrees. We got to see how they connect through the cross-cutting concepts of cause and effect, patterns, and scale proportion and quantity. We also got to see how they relate to a current and historical event. And throughout the whole process, we learned about the impacts of climate change and what they're doing to our environment. Here at the Boss Studios, we hope that bringing your attention to this environmental issue will help spark interest on how to save our planet. Anyways, thank you so much for listening to this special climate change edition of The Boss. Still with only one S. Tune in next time to where we interview J-Lo and ask about the best places for a two-month anniversary in Southern Los Angeles. Get ready for some fierce food and exciting dish. I didn't write that. Cut. Oh, my God. That was the worst one yet, guys. Just come on. Get your head in the game.